You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we'll take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church where I serve as a senior pastor and it is Sunday, November the 19th, and I'll be sharing a message entitled Gratitude with an Attitude in All Circumstances. Again, my message before Thanksgiving is Gratitude with an Attitude in All Circumstances. And we're looking at 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. And now, let's get and to the word. I want to be a people of prayer. And as I send out the pastor's text and have the prayer list attached, I want you to pray for those all week long when you get a chance. And also uh, those who are led of God, I want you to fast and pray on Fridays from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. However, um, because of Thanksgiving, <laughs> we just going to praise him this week. Amen. We still want you to pray, but because of Thanksgiving, we're going to just praise him. All right. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. We've been talking about all week or all month. In a sermon series entitled, Gratitude with an Attitude, we've been standing on David's word where he said, I will not take 
for the Lord what is yours mm. or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. All right. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't help but to think about that during the holiday season, mm -hmm. um, that a good homework assignment would be to praise him, not only just to thank him, but to praise him with something that costs uh, because God has been so good uh, to us. Yes, Lord. Now, some of us have been through a, a, a horrible time and a horrible season, but uh, when you count your blessings, he hello, somebody. Amen. When, when, when you count your blessings, you should be thankful, you should be grateful. You should have gratitude with an attitude, and sometimes that gratitude with an attitude says, Hallelujah, anyhow. Right. Amen. Hello, somebody. That's what old brother Job has, had to say. Um, he had to say, Hallelujah, anyhow. Mm -hmm. Naked I came into this world after he lost 10 children, yeah. after he lost uh, his uh, financial wealth. He said, naked I came into this world, and naked I shall be depart. And he said what? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hello, somebody. We like to uh, sing that hymn or that song while we're on top. But Job sung that song in the midst of the detrimental time in his life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It cost him to praise. In Jesus' name. Well, I, I hope that you have kept up with the series. If not, uh, you can uh, follow on our podcast or online uh, all of these different messages. Uh, but today we're going to talk about gratitude with an attitude in all circumstances. Gratitude with an attitude in all circumstances. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Let's read this together out loud on three. One, two, three. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. It says give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This morning, again, we're going to share a message entitled uh, Gratitude with an Attitude in All Circumstances. And we're going to talk on around three points the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the command for Thanksgiving, the circumstances for Thanksgiving, and the Christ of Thanksgiving. The command for Thanksgiving, the circumstances for Thanksgiving, and the Christ for Thanksgiving. And we want Christians to know right before this holiday season that you must go into Thanksgiving with an attitude of gratitude, regardless of what you're going through right now. Christians should give thanks in all circumstances in Jesus' name. We're going to look at this brief video, and then we'll get into the Word. I want to ask you a question, but you got to promise me something. You got to promise me that you're going to be honest. 
Are you more of a glass half empty or a glass half full type of person? When tragedy strikes, whether big or small, do you tend to look at the negative or the positive? Me personally, I would say that I'm a glass half full type of person. But if I'm being honest, the older I've gotten, the more I've become the opposite. I have learned that in life, there will always be unexpected turns. Things that I, or anyone else for that matter, couldn't have planned for. So the question then becomes, what are we as believers supposed to do when things go south? Better yet, what do we do when things go well? Does God have a desired preference in how we are to respond? In the book of 1 Thessalonians, we find one of the few places where God's will for our lives in the high moments as well as the low moments is revealed. This small one sentence scripture is jammed packed with explicit orders on how we are to respond to both glass half full and glass half empty moments. Paul writes to the church at Thessalonica and says three simple things. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice, pray, and give thanks. It sounds so simple, right? Well, let's not forget the words he added with these three simple steps. He says, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. He could have easily left it at rejoice, pray, and give thanks. But if it was just those words, we'd probably do those things on our own terms and in our own time. But Paul elevated the challenge and the mandate by adding always, continually, and all. Whether we're in tragic times, great times, or even just mundane times, God's will is that we find something to rejoice for, find something to pray for, and find something to give thanks for. If you were in Sunday school, you, you got the whole background on this church, so I'm not going to talk much about it, and I want to encourage you, if you were not in Sunday school, we'll send out a link a little later um, for you to um, see or study with us in Sunday school. If you're not on the pastor's text, just give me your number and I'll put you on the pastor's text. Um, once again, you must have good eyes as I go closer where I can see. I don't know if y'all can see it all. <laughs> but as always, we start with Jerusalem. And parenthetically, we are praying for what's going on in the Holy Land. We are disappointed with what Israel is doing, and we are disappointed with what Hamas has done, and we're praying for the innocent people who are there in both Jerusalem and that Gaza Strip right along up in here. Mm -hmm. But this is where the, the church started and Paul was used as an instrument uh, to help spread the gospel right. all the way around the world. And we are here on the map here, right there. This is Corinth and course he's on the Greek islands uh, where rich folk go and, and vacate. Um, 
but this is where the church, the letters were written and taken. But we learned that this church was in great persecution in Sunday school. And boy, was that good sound for persecution. <laughs> for those who are listening, there's a thunder strike <laughs> as we talk about persecution. And, and in this life, we will be persecuted in some way or another. Right. Amen. In this life, there will be storms. Amen. Sunday school teacher says many of much of our persecution is what goes on in our body and also what goes on in the body of those who we love. All right. Amen. Because sometimes we love people so much that when they're sick, we are sick. All right. Amen. Hello, mothers. I've right. never seen anybody hurt for children like mothers or hurt right. for loved ones like wives. Um, because it's like they hurt, they feel the hurt and they feel the pain. And in this life, you'll have hurt and you'll have pain as we learned in Sunday school. And I want you to go back to Sunday school. Wonderful lesson. Wonderful lesson. Um, but today, it's a different part of the letter. This is the first one. And Paul gives us some instruction. Right, which is really good as we head to the holiday season. It's, it's really good. Paul uh, tells us to what? Uh, give thanks. Right, give thanks. Hello, somebody. To give thanks, be grateful. Have an attitude with gratitude as we go into the thank. As a matter of fact, how about every day? Right. As the young people used to say, every day. Uh, we should be thankful to God and what God has done for us. You should, every time you look at the news, you should be thankful. Yeah. Hello, somebody. We just mentioned what's going on in Jerusalem and there in Hamas. And, and can you imagine? Uh, and I'm talking about the innocent people, the innocent people that were kidnapped, the innocent folk in Gaza. Oh, 12,000 folk have died there, and many of them were innocent folk. Hello, somebody. Innocent folk were kidnapped, and here in America today, can we not have praise for peace in the land? There's a lot of things that are going on in our world and in our land today, but many of us have never lived in war-torn countries. Hello, somebody. Or third world countries. Huh? We should have that attitude of gratitude because huh, we just live in America. Just because we just live in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, you can give thanks. And really, the greatest thanksgiving that we have as Christians is thank you for Jesus. Jesus. Oh, as we said on Wednesday night, thank you for Jesus because when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that meant that this world is not our home, that we're just passing through. And hello, Sunday school, instead of going to hell, we go to heaven. Hello, somebody. Sunday school teacher asked, have you ever got so mad at somebody you told him to go to hell? 
right. Hades. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I got that. That's why I said it out loud anyway. <laughs> but my job as a Christian is to get folk to heaven. Hello, somebody. God don't send people to hell. That was made as we learned in Sunday school. I'm trying not to go back to Sunday school so much, but it was so rich. Hello, somebody. But it's our job to get folk Oh, to heaven, and one of the ways that we do is we give thanks. Oh, we heard the testimony of our two dear sisters as they're going through treatment and at the at the hospital. Oh, they give thanks to God. Wait a minute, how can you be thankful going through chemo? How can you be thankful carrying a chronic disease in your body? It's because of Jesus. Oh, I can be thankful. And even in the bad times, and really mostly in the bad times, I glorify him. Give thanks. Hello, somebody. Oh, give thanks to God. Hello, somebody. And that's a command, by the way. Hello, somebody. We get treated like it's in the present indicative mode. Oh, for hearing, forever come, give thanks to the Lord. Psalms 34 1 says, I will bless the Lord in good times. I will bless the Lord in bad times. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And I did a deep Hebrew study. Oh, for this word, all that. And like we do sometimes when we get into Greek, uh, we go and we do all these deep etymological uh, studies of the word. And I came up oh, with this as I did much time and study. All means all. And that's what all means. Hello, somebody. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises will always be on my lips. Does it say his praises will always be on my lips? Only at Thanksgiving, only at Christmas, only at Easter, only on Mother's Day, only on Father's Day. No, he says what? I will praise all will always be on my lips. Hello, somebody. His praise on your lips. Hello, somebody. Are you grateful? Many times uh, uh, the folk who call themselves Christians can be the most ungrateful folk you ever want to know. Amen. Hello, somebody. And and also uh, many times who uh, people who grew up and didn't have to go through what this last generation had to go through and everything was given to them. They had the best of everything. It's those folk that don't even know how to be thankful. Hello, somebody. But it's those of us who started. Oh, as one theologian says, they're who started from the bottom. Hello, somebody. And now they're here. Hello, somebody. Right, yeah. Ah, we can realize and know. Oh, because our lives have been tremendously changed, and we should always be able to bless the Lord at all times with these lips. If we don't praise Him with our lips, who's going to praise Him? All right. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. If we don't praise Him with our lips, who's going to praise Him? Who's 
give thanks to him. God is magnificent enough to realize and know that he should be praised at all times. Right. Amen. Hello, somebody. Have you ever been around people where they, that's all they want you to do is to praise them? You can't just give them any uh, constructive criticism, what we call it, and they'll, they'll cuss you out for trying to give some constructive criticism. Hello, somebody. For trying to show them, oh, their, their weakness. They figure they like God. That they should be praised at all times. That, that's, that's why they always posting. Hello, somebody. Don't mean to meddle, but let me meddle. Uh, because they want to be praised at all times. They want likes. Hello, somebody. They want shares. Hello, somebody. They want views because they think they God. They want to be praised at all times. And they do all salacious things. Oh, to be praised. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I don't mean to matter, but I guess I am this morning. Oh, they realize that they get more praise when they cussing folk out. They get more praise when they take off their clothes. They get more praise. Hello, somebody. They think they're God. Hello, somebody. They want to be praised at all times. And that's why. Oh. They post at all times and tweet at all times. Hello, somebody. God is the one, the only one who should be blessed at all times, not just Thanksgiving at all times, not just Christmas at all times, not just, uh, oh, Resurrection Sunday at all times. And not only all times, but it says in all circumstances. This is where it gets deep. See, because it's easy to give thanks. All right. Oh, when things are going good. Amen. Yeah. Or, or should I say, it should be easy because some folk don't even have enough sense to praise God when Woo! things are going My good. Tell them something. When they are being blessed by God. They think it's themselves. I, I pull myself up by my own bootstraps. Yeah. Alive from the pit of hell. You didn't even have bootstraps when you were coming up. You didn't even have, you didn't even have a pair of shoes. Mm. Woo! Some of y'all. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You know that to have shoes to put on your feet is a blessing from yeah. God. Amen. Hello, somebody. But it says, give thanks in all circumstances. <laughs> that means the good, the bad, the minor, the major, the minimal. At all times and all circumstances. And when things get dark, mm -hmm. you should give thanks. Amen. If you lose everything, and very few of us have lost everything. Hello, somebody. I've had a few times in my life where I've lost almost everything. But very few of us who have, have had that Job-like experience where he lost everything. Mm -hmm. He lost his money. He lost his influence. He, he lost his children. Right. He lost the support of his wife when his wife told him to curse God and die. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. Curse God and die. Your wife. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody. Say, curse God and die. He said, you must be a foolish woman. Ooh. Should I have accepted all the good from God? 
He determined that it was God's will. He gives the good and the bad. Woo, that's when your, your theology gets thick. Right. Because we live in a time where folk are only telling you that you should be blessed. That God only opens the windows of heaven. That God only blessed. Uh, and we're all looking for a blessing from God. Hello, somebody. Mm -hmm. That's not true salvation. Yeah. We look. As Von Hopper said, look. We think God is a, a, a heavenly bellhop. As Christmas time comes, we, we think that God is a heavenly Santa Claus. So we can say, give me, let me, let me have, Lord. And live all, on any kind of way. And think he's going to bless us. That's not how he works. Mm -hmm. And we must learn to give thanks in all circumstances. Mm -hmm. And that's why it should be easy for, for Christians to celebrate Thanksgiving. Because we can always go to Thanksgiving and have a praise. Because we're going to praise him, as I said earlier. We're going to say, hallelujah in the When things are going horrible. Ha hallelujah in the Oh, I like to say, hallelujah in the devil. Hello, Because yeah. the devil thought he was going to take away my praise. Oh, but I said, hallelujah in the God is always worthy to be praised. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. In all circumstances. In all circumstances. This is what Daniel, Daniel really, really helped me in this, this week. He said, he said, Daniel, you know, Daniel was a great man of God. You know, he had his haters. Absolutely. And his haters came up with a plan to trap him. And they said they couldn't trap him in, 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 in the business of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Couldn't trap him with an immoral lifestyle. Mm -hmm. they, they, they was looking at his life and, and they found only one weakness that they could trap him. And that one weakness was his God. They didn't know that really was the strength of his life. They thought it was a weakness. And they said, well, we're going to have the king to sign an edict where nobody should worship anybody but the king. Hello, somebody. They had him trapped. Hello, somebody. Because Daniel was never going to not come to church. Hello, somebody. The government could have closed the church down. Daniel would have been here. Hello, somebody. COVID could have closed his church down. Daniel would have been here. And this is what Daniel did when he heard about it. When Daniel learned that the document had been signed, he went to his house where the window of his upper room was open towards Jerusalem and what three times a day he what he got down on his knees and what did he do? He prayed and what? Gave thanks to his God. That was 
a part of his lifestyle three times a day. He prayed and he gave thanks to his gods so much so that they came up with a trap, a plan to trap him. And they said, hey, we're going to trap her when it comes to his gods. And Daniel, you see, some of us would have kept on praying, but we would have closed the window. Oh, somebody. Amen. Right. <laughs> oh, we really took it in a, a quiet place. We praying public with me. We take it back in our closet and pray in our closet. But Daniel kept his window open. Tell yeah. him somebody. And, and when he kept his window open, we learned what he was doing in his prayer closet. He was on his knees and he prayed. Yeah. And what did he do? He gave thanks hey. to his God. Yeah. What? Just yeah. as he had done before. In Jesus' name, now that's way to be thankful, to be thankful in always, at all times, oh, in the good times when you're on top, oh, when you're about to, oh, to be in trouble, oh, Daniel said, I'm going to pray and I'm going to thank God at all times, his praises shall continually be in my mouth, or on my lips, in the good times, I prayed and I thanked, in the bad times, I did the same. Oh, if they want to trap me. Hello, somebody. They better trap me with who God is to me in my life. But Thanksgiving was every day for Daniel. Can we be that deep? Can we grow our relationship so much so that Thanksgiving is really just another day to be thankful because you're thankful every day? Hello, somebody. Now, that's an attitude of gratitude. Every day. Hello, somebody. You're thankful. Every day you count your blessings. This, this, this holiday season, what, what folk normally or some folk would do is they would go around the table. If their family is close, and they'll go around the table and say, what are you thankful for? Before we eat, what are you thankful for? Before we eat, what are you thankful for? And, and, and people have to begin to uh, know what to share that they're thankful for because they've got to think about it. See, if you was to ask Daniel what you're thankful for, Daniel would have spit it out because he was thankful on a daily basis three times a day. Yeah. He wouldn't have to search for what he was thankful for. He already knew. Hello, somebody. Do you already know what you're thankful for? All right. This holiday season, you should. Right. Because your whole life should be an attitude of gratitude. Because of what God has done, yeah, what he's done. for you. Sure. Amen. People say, why you talk about your bishop all the time? Well, I talk about him because I'm grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude for uh, what he has done in my life. Mm -hmm. And now that he's gone on to be with the Lord, oh, you think, well, oh, you don't have to be so grateful to him anymore. No! His sacrifice will live on in me for what he's done for me. And I just have to thank I'm, I'm about to go to a conference in December and I'm going to I'm going to stand up and I'm going to say, thank God for the life of G. Wilson Jones. Right. In my life. All right. Amen. Y'all can let him let his influence because there are many of us. Many of sons, many folk that have done something for him, for uh, uh, he has done something for, but very few are thankful for what he's done. Oh, Lord. 
Hello, somebody. And I'm going to say, thank the Lord. Right. For what he did for me. God, you chose to use him in my right. life. Thank so you. thank you, Lord. Hello, somebody. That's why I'm always thankful. Oh, with Bethlehem. Thank you, Bethlehem, for the opportunity to pass at Ben Bethlehem Baptist Church here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. Thank you, Bethlehem. You see, I don't have to wait, oh, for the pastor's anniversary to be thankful. Oh, because, oh, you're good to me all year round. Hello, somebody. And I'd like to say thank you. Thank you, God, for sending me here to Bethlehem. Thank you, Lord, for using G. Wilson Jones. Thank you, Lord, for all of the goodness that has come from my life. Y'all heard me say it a thousand times. Right. I'm the richest man in town. All right. Yes, sir. I hear you. <laughs> and the bank on my street will say, hey, boy, I done seen your bank account. <laughs> it's, not, it's not just material. It's not just the material things like the deacon prayed. It's not just the material things that, 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 that God has done for me That's through all right. oh, to Bethlehem and those who have invested in my life. It's that stuff that you can't count. Yeah, Hello, somebody. Right, yeah. yeah. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. And I can be thankful and know what to be thankful for, just like Daniel knew what to be thankful for because yeah. he was thankful on a daily basis. All right, amen. He didn't need Thanksgiving. Hello, mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. Because he thanked God in all circumstances. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Do you need Thanksgiving? He said, remember, I really don't need it, but I do like the turkey. (laughs) I do like the dressing. Hello, somebody. But we thank God for Jesus. He went on to say that all the circumstances in your life, you need to give thanks for. For every circumstance, the good and the bad. Like Joseph, uh, Job had to talk to his wife that God, God gave the good and God gave the bad. Bless you. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the devil had to oh, get permission to take down that healed of protection that I pray every and benediction every Sunday. He needed permission to take that down. So it was God allowed. Oh, that's going on in your life. Oh, it's God allowed. And you should be thankful that he trusts you, especially with the hard stuff. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Mighty good. Most of the time, we don't want the hard stuff, Lord. Just give me the light stuff. Right. You want me to glorify you with cancer in my body, leukemia in my body, Mm. sickle cell in my body? Hello, I remember Melvin. Yes, sir. Amen. Oh, Oh, sick a cell in his body. Dick, Dick and Melvin, he, he, he worshiped, he praised the Lord. He gave God everything. Hell, somebody. I said he gave God everything. He gave God thanks. He knew it was God in his life. One of the oldest living sick a cell person ever to live. Oh, and he praised God with sick a cell. And then and, and most of us in good health couldn't keep up with him. No, I Hell, somebody. Yeah, I know you're right. Ooh-wee. I said most of us with good health mm-hmm. couldn't keep up with him. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. Because in all circumstances, the Christian should give thanks because what? Because it's God's will. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. Mm-hmm. It's God's will. Yesterday at, at the men's workshop, uh, 
one of my instructors in, in, in the Chickasaw District Congress of Christian Education talked about Jesus in that garden where he had to say not my will but thy will be done now would that this cup pass me by we had a great time oh with the brotherhoods yesterday and brothers I'm going to send out a link where you can go listen in if you missed yesterday uh, but he, he told about the will of God said Jesus said God can trust me with the tough stuff yeah amen and the tough stuff was to die for your sins and my sin. The tough stuff was to not only die, but to suffer and die. Mm -hmm. As we learn in Sunday school, many of us really are not suffering. Mm -hmm. Hell, somebody. But Jesus had to suffer and die. Can you imagine? Oh, the devil having an opportunity to lean into Jesus. Can you imagine your worst enemy, that person you did tell to go to hell? You need to repent for that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, right. Repent for that, by the way. Amen. Let him have a go at you. Let her have a go at you. Oh, you experience the worst amount of suffering. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Right. But Jesus said, not my will. See, he, he was doing the good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Raising the dead. Yeah. Healing the sick. Yes, he was. Oh, that's what we like. We like that good stuff. Oh, he, he was saying, oh, to the lepers, go and be healed. He was, oh, making a young boy's happy meal to feed 5,000 one time and, and 4,000 another time. Oh, he was doing all the great miracle, miraculous miracles. But guess what? He was born to die. Yeah, amen. And don't you know, as a Christian, you were born to die. Yeah, you're going to have some of these high and holy times where God used you in marvelous and miraculous ways. But it could be today that he, he wants you to carry a little something that you weren't planning on carrying. And when you carry it, you've got to give God the thanks. You've got to give God the praise. You've got to say hallelujah anyhow. Oh, in Jesus' name. Because it's what? It's God's will. And many people suffer. Oh. Oh, and get lost uh, with Christianity and back oh slide because uh, oh their mama died uh, because their daddy died because their child died and they, they thought that God was going to save them from what everybody's got to go through. Don't you know everybody's mama's going to die? Don't you know everybody's mate's going to die? Don't you know every child is going to die? Least they be raptured. And that's my plan. I don't want to die. I want to just take me up out of here, Lord. (laughs) Hello, somebody. But it's God's will. What you're going through right now is God's will. But can you give thanks to God? Oh, we thank God for the healing, but can we thank God for the sickness? My Lord. Hello, somebody. We thank God for the deliverance, but can we thank God when he allows you to have a thorn in the flesh? Yeah. All right. Hello, somebody. That you beg 
God to take, but he won't take it. Is there anybody here that has a thorn in the flesh? Is there anybody here that has a child with a thorn in the flesh? Oh, don't get mad at God. Thank you. Mm, Hello, Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I may not understand it, but thank you. Oh, I I wish I could pray this stuff away from my maid or my child. Oh, or my church. But thank you, God. For this is your will. This day, this moment, this time is your will. For you, because you've been saved. In Christ Jesus. You see, they try to tell you, and sometimes I'm guilty of that. I make salvation sound too easy. But salvation costs everything. It costs you your life. Right. And when I say your life, I mean it costs you your will. Right, yeah. Let me say that again. It it, it cost you your will. You see, Pastor Eton had a will, but it cost me. Hello, son, because because I love God with all my heart, mind, and soul. It cost me a city that I love. It cost me a church that I love. It cost me family that I love. Oh, it cost me to be in this place. Yes, yes, Lord. Cost me my own will for my life. I, I was going to do other things, other plans that I had for my own life. It cost me my will. Hello, somebody. Has it cost you your will? All right. Yes, sir. Because if it hadn't cost you your will, you're really not saved. Right. Amen. If you get to live the way you want to live, mm-hmm. it ain't cost you nothing. Amen. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Amen. Hello, somebody. Mm. It costs you the sin in your life. Mm. Yeah. You say, what do you mean? Mm. I mean, if you're a Christian man Mm. and you're married, Mm. you need to be faithful to your wife. Right. Amen. You can't have what the young folks say, a side chick or another family on the side. Hello, so I don't care what's not going on in your household and who's not meeting your needs. You, 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 it cost you your will. As a, a single man, it cost you. You must live holy unto God. You've got to give your body as a living sacrifice. You can't be, as they said in the Corinthian church, be giving your life to prostitutes. Ooh, you know, that was a form of worship. Right, right. During that time. Yes, it was. Hello, yes. somebody. I always like to say they didn't have problems with men going to church then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, somebody. But it costs you your will. You must live holy unto God. It costs, it's God's will for yeah, your life. Yeah, it's God's will. Not your will. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you can really be thankful on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's because you know that everything that you're going through at this point in time mm-hmm. It's for the glory of God. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. I'm out of time. All eyes closed, heads about saints of prayer. Today, right now, I want to extend an invitation. But as, as I said before, it's, it's more than just a prayer. It's a will. Yeah, that's it. 
You've got to give your will over to God. You've got to believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to God. We touched on that last few weeks in Sunday school. This universalism that you, there are many ways to God. Jesus didn't say that there are many ways. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming by the, by the Father, but by me. He said this specifically. And I don't care what Oprah or any satanic pastor has said in Time magazine. Hello, somebody. You've got to give your will over to God. That's giving your life. And you've got to believe that God, that Jesus Christ is God's only son, that he died for your sins, was buried, it was buried and raised again on the third day so that today you may be saved. Is there one who would come today believing that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life? Is there one? today who want to give their will over to God not just pray a simple prayer this prayer is very complicated it means that you're giving your everything over to him that's why he tells us that we must love him with all of our heart mind and soul and might He was letting you know that's the cost of discipleship. Is there one today who would come and give their life to Jesus Christ? Is there one today who would be baptized? You prayed that prayer, but you never made a public profession of faith. Is there one today that says, I need to be baptized? Is there one today who says, I need to be a member of your church, a disciple at the Bethlehem Baptist Church? I'm coming forward to signify that I'm joining the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to be a member. Is there one who wants to give their membership over to God. God tells us to forsake not the assembly together of believers to be committed to the assembly. Let me say that again. To be committed. Not do what these young folks say. Your relationship with Bethlehem is complicated. Why is it complicated? Because you're not committed to it. Hello somebody. You're not, you're not committed to it. You're flirting. You're, 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 you're keeping your options open. He- hello, somebody. Is God calling you to join us? I want you to come forward. Maybe you need prayer. Say, preacher, I've been going through a lot, and you said it's the Lord's will for me. Everything I've been going through is the Lord's will. I can't make it on my own. You know, you're right, you can't. Right. That's why you need to be a part of an assembly that prays and intercedes on behalf of you, of you and your loved ones. Yes, Lord. Ask for prayer. Rededication, say, preacher, I, I learned and I heard the message today and I haven't been living straight. I want to make a decision of my will to rededicate my life. And this is not emotionalism. I, I'm not just coming to come before the church. I, I'm coming because I feel moved of God that my life must change. Yes. Yes, Lord. I, I, I've been living a shallow Christian life. 
and I have not been allowing God's will or recognizing God's will in my life. There's another maybe here and you're called to preach. See, being called to preach is a part of God's will for your life. And if you reject that, guess what? Let me say that again. If God has called you to do something, it don't just have to be preaching. Right. But whatever it is. Whatever. And you reject it. Right. You may need to check yourself to make sure you're in the faith. Mm. All right. Amen. Ooh, let me say that again. You may need to check yourself to make sure you're in the faith. Because, as they said yesterday at the men's workshop, you're not being consistent in every area of your life. You still got rooms that God can't get into. You still have closets that God can't get into and to clean up. You still got a, a, a will. I can't even imagine what my life would be if I had not accepted God's will for me to preach. I'm out of time. All heads about it. Saints of praying. Father God, we thank you. We praise your holy name. As Lord, you've challenged us to be thankful in all circumstances because in all circumstances in our lives that we're going through, it's your will for our lives. And some may say my life it seems to be out of control like Joseph's life was seemed to be out of control being uh, thrown in a pit being sold into slavery having to serve as an indentured servant uh, oh and being accused of crimes that didn't commit and thrown in prison oh he, uh, many folk uh, without the absence of the hindsight we could have said that this is not God's will for Joseph's life it wasn't God's will for him to be in the pit. It wasn't God's will for him to be accused of crimes that he didn't commit. It wasn't in God's will for him to be a prisoner. But when we follow his life, Lord, you show us that he was exactly in your will through the good and the bad times of his life. He served you until you showed up and showed out. Father, help us to serve you until you show up and show out to the good, the bad, the mediocre times, Father, enable us to be thankful. And when we come to this Thanksgiving day, ah, we won't have to search for what we're thankful for, but that we will be able to say thank you, Lord, for not only the good times, but even the bad times. In life, in all circumstances. In Jesus' name, would you please stand as I give the benediction, Father God. We thank you, Father, for you're always worthy to be praised, but you're always worthy to be thanked. And as we enter into this Thanksgiving holiday, Father, we're going to thank you, Lord, for everything. And we're going to glorify you in everything. Father God, put your hedge of protection around us. And even if you should let that hedge down, 
Father, we pray that you would keep us in your will even when life seems to be out of control. Please protect our confession and our ability to give you glory even when you let the heads down. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name. Praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name. The people of God said, Amen. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Give God a hand clap of praise for he's worth. You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day, so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry. If God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give, visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. 
so you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.